Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Is this entertaining? Tire power. Winning deals always. MG. Coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. This is SENSA Summer Breakfast with Jared Walsh and Bryce Gibbs. 20 minutes past six on this Thursday morning, going for a warm one today. 36 degrees, cools down over the weekend though, so we appreciate you listening. Uh, A lot of big name guests today too. Daniel Menzel is going to join us to talk about the Super Bowl. Marty Matner, the head coach of the Sturt Football Club and um, a a name which is very unfamiliar to South Australian sport. Mark Bickley, he will be joining us uh, just before 9 o'clock too. Let's get prepped. The Athletes' Choice of Performance Hydration Drinks with The Wire. Jace, our producer, good morning. How was your night last night, mate? I woke you up from a nap. You did, um, and I appreciated that because I napped too long. Mm. Uh, <laughs> For those involved in brekkie radio for uh, any sort of stretch, the afternoon nap or the nana nap is an essential item. Okay. I would have thought. Have you, you've done this before, so you'd know all about that. Yeah, I'm not napping lately, though. I, I feel like we can power through, and I don't know what you think, Bryce, but I think just toughen up. All right. Um, I, Bryce will... thoughts? <laughs> I think he's still on a bit of a high, you yeah. know, uh, back, back in the radio scene. He's yeah. right. new... New job, back in the hot seat. I reckon he's just he'll up learn. and about it. He'll, 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 start, he'll right. crash, he'll yeah, crash he's right. soon. Yep. So, uh, Gibbsy, of course, uh, out uh, there at Panther Park. Once he leaves here, he's got the uh, the full-time gig out there. Have you got a nap location out there at Flinders University Stadium, somewhere that you go and hide for a little afternoon kippage? Is this going somewhere? <laughs> it's, not, oh, it's not. It's not, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, we have uh, – I share an office with Mark Clayton, the, uh, the talent manager and under-18s coach. And we have a little couch in our office, nice. so it's not, it's an awkward size. It's not quite big enough to get comfortable and lay You're not down, napping on it together. It's just no, one. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I, uh, <laughs> but why I was thought this was going somewhere, I actually had a, a little nap on it about a week or two ago. Did you? And it got snapped. Someone walked past and took a photo of me and put it on the, we have a coffee chat uh, group at the club and yeah, stitched me up. So um, I was just getting a, you know. Well, quick twenty minutes in before yeah, we had a big, right. big training session. So I can't believe this hasn't made my way. Uh, it's way that's across what my I, desk. That's yet. exactly yeah. what I thought was going on there. But uh, I've just, so, I've just dobbed myself in for no reason. You, you did. I'm going to sort these guys out down at Panther Park. Uh, questions for Twitter today. Well, the obvious one has to be asked, doesn't it? So, who is the greatest basketballer of all time? Let's settle this once and for all. Is it LeBron James? Is it Michael Jordan? Is it Kobe Bryant? Or is it someone else? Mm. I think we all know the answer now. Here's the thing, though. Is it objective? Is it something? Is it as simple as going, LeBron James, no one scored more points than him? Um, or it's not like tennis, is it, where you can look to Grand Slam titles and go, okay, Novak's won 22. Uh, he's tied with Rafael Nadal. When he wins his 23rd, he's clearly the greatest of all time. It's a bit more objective than that in basketball. Yeah, and I don't think there will ever be a solid answer. I think it's all generational, too. Like, I'm – I started really loving basketball 
through LeBron James. So I, I think the Last Dance kind of educated a lot of people of the impact that Michael Jordan had on um, not just basketball, but also sport, pop culture. Um, statistically now with the points, LeBron is, it's there. He's the greatest scorer of all time, but there's also impact that you have on a team, championships and generations. They hold the championships in very, very high regard, as all sports do, don't they? So Jordan, what, he's got six. Yeah. LeBron does have four. And he, he has said that he's still got a couple of years left in him. So if he can pitch, pinch another championship or two in the next couple of years, say, and you never know because it's LeBron and everyone's – you know, knocked him from time to time. He just keeps producing at a high level, even at the age of 38. Mm. If he can pinch another championship or two, like, it's a no-brainer, isn't mm. it? Really. It's an interesting debate, and I reckon there's some parallels about the debate here with this with this three and the parallels on the big three in tennis. Um, so, I don't know, for whatever reason, if you're a, a Novak, if you're in the Novak court, you seem to be in the LeBron James court. It's, well. it, you're right. I think it is subjective, though, because you you look at what's just happened with the FIFA World Cup with people saying the argument's over now. Messi's the greatest of all time because he's a World Cup winner. But then the people on the Ronaldo side say, well, Ronaldo has won trophies in different countries, in different leagues around the world, while Messi has only been in Spain and in France. So... I think it just depends what mood you're in to see whatever suits your argument. Yeah. Yep. But I think when it comes all said and done, when you think about it, how lucky are we to have witnessed in this oh, generation yeah. the the players at the top of their game in a lot of codes? You, you know, LeBron, Messi, Ronaldo, as you said, um, Brady's just retired. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've been pretty lucky. Jo- Joker, Federer, like... Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, Gibbs. Uh, so we've been... Absolutely lucky to, to witness all these players. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Um, our second Twitter poll today um, is what's more important in AFL football today, right, in today's game? Is it more important to have elite disposal skills or elite fitness? Now, this is a constant debate as well as to whether uh, you can be a footballer in inverted commas and still be an elite athlete um, at the same time, whether those things are exclusive, mutually exclusive. I think it's uh, an interesting one because we seem to be going down the path of drafting athletes and teaching them to become footballers rather than the other way around. So I don't know. What are you, what are you both thinking on that? In particular, B. Gibbs. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great, great debate, a great question, Jase. So well done this morning. Um, I think... If you asked me, you know, five, six years ago, I think it was it would be a little bit easier in terms of uh, I think the skill would be more important. But the way the game's gone and the the intensity it, that's gone up and um, players are getting fitter, the, the strength and conditioning programs are getting more um, insightful and more intense, um, you know, there's no doubt you have to have you have to have a, a level of fitness. Does everyone have to be at absolutely elite fitness i mean some people just can't can't you know can it's like a like a skill you can train and train and train for it but sometimes you just might not be as good as other people but there's certainly a level of fitness that is required to to play afl footy and it's it's a lot higher than than the average mm. um, i love what you said the other day you you were talking about your running and saying that you didn't love running but you still even though you were running shorter distances uh, or shorter times compared to others, you still accumulated the ball a fair bit and you were an elite player. Similarly, um, 
Joe Watson, it's been well documented that he would be a horrible runner but still get 40 touches a game and have an impact on the game. So they weren't just 40 possessions. They were impactful possessions. So I think it kind of ticks both depending on the, the situation. Yeah, I, I think it's – if you compare the two, it, it's harder to get to at, a, at the top level in a skill, a certain skill, than it is the, to get to the elite level in, in terms of fitness. So – um, yeah, it's it's close, but you you certainly need a high level of fitness just to be able to compete with the average uh, in mm. in an AFL game these days. But um, yeah, I mean, you look at some of the the elites in their craft in, in the AFL. You, know, you talk about stoppage craft and one take players in terms of Lockie Neal. You talk about four craft. At Tom Hawkins comes to mind, the lead up forward. So um, yeah, you look at those guys in in their particular one would and what they're very good at um it's it's hard to replicate all right let us know on social media thank you jace too and we have a we have a surprise gift we'll give you later on bryce to say thank you for everything that you have done it's not here now it's coming a little bit later on to say thank you and it is not the bryce's right it's something else but it's an emotional day today if you want to get in touch with the show one 736 736 and don't forget about prep the athlete's choice of performance hydration drinks it's 28 minutes past six good morning